This is Pro Series Off Topic. Welcome back to Pro Series Off Topic. This is episode 45, and as you can see on the floor in front of me, we have our first guest. This is Nala. She um, came down when I was setting up, which is very unusual because she usually hates the lighting tripods, the tripod that's holding my phone, all this stuff in front of me. She's usually scared of. She's scared of like a... If there's a blanket outside of her crate, she can't get out of her crate because that blanket is in her way, even though she's a 75-pound golden retriever. <laughs> so I'm very surprised she's sitting here. Um, Nala, do you want to say anything? Yeah, you, you're not the best guest. Um, so <laughs> let's get in back into this episode. There was a post that I was going to about post last night about different design trends that kind of had me scratching my head and it kind of got me down a rabbit hole of different things that people had in their house that everybody knows someone that had this in the house in different decades and kind of going back into the 90s I knew I grew up with a house that had this but there's this golden oak table that's circular squared and it had the big chunky center leg I, I'll put a picture here and it's everybody had one or they knew someone that had one, which is just nuts that, like, who was that salesperson that got them doing this? It's just insane that everybody had someone that knew someone that had this exact same table. And then it got me into a rabbit hole of these 80s couches and these 90s couches that everybody had, or the big floral 70s couches that usually had the plastic covering over top of it because they wanted to protect it. Um... And then I got down to, you know, the shag carpeting and then kind of got into these advertisements of shag carpeting from back in the day. And which those who don't know shag carpeting, go look it up. It, it's it's the thick, thick carpeting. Um, I think everybody knows it except probably <laughs> the newest generation. Um, but it's not really a thing anymore. There's some area rugs that have that thick shag look to it. But they had this advertisement of this rake for shag carpeting which is I think is absolutely hilarious and for me I don't like the very thick pile carpeting because it's very hard to vacuum um I just don't know how how'd you clean it back then I that's a question I need to look up like the vacuums didn't the vacuums just get the suck up all the the, the high f fibers and just get kind of clogged I don't know. That's something I need to look up. But And then I got into tile um, countertops, which I never understood. I've been into many houses that have tile countertops. And countertops have that, you know, you're cutting chicken. You're cutting all kinds of stuff. There's a bunch of bacteria. And then you have that grout of the tile. And a lot of it was like those 3 by 3s or those 4x4 four, four, four four tiles. And that is so much grout. And who thought that tile countertops would ever be a clean surface it makes no sense why wouldn't you just use the formica you know formica is one of those countertops that have been around forever it's still a thing today it's not going anywhere i don't know why people kind of like go away from it and kind of think it's a cheap option but you know it could look really really nice if you can't afford like the real deal marble or the real deal quartz or granite or whatever Formica is an amazing option. I don't know why people kind of make it as like this 
low, this cheap, crappy countertop because it's not that anymore. Um, it, it has come a long way. They either they 3D match, they use um, awesome stones in nature, and they're printing it on the Formica sheet, so it looks real. They even have texture match now that actually feels like a stone, like an earthed or a leathered granite. So I, I don't understand the tile countertop trend. It, and it just doesn't make sense. And honestly, we could go on forever for the countertops. And I know I've posted about this before, but the painting of granite countertops is absolutely absurd to me to paint over something like that as a natural stone. It just doesn't, it just doesn't make sense to me. Um, I get it if, I mean, there's some people on social media that kind of go over it and they're like, you know what, I can't afford a new countertop at this time, but I want to do a little bit of a makeover to kind of just put my mind at ease and make it look welcoming and what I want to live with until I can afford a new countertop. I get that. Um, but there's some people that are selling their house saying completely renovated kitchen with new countertops or just completely renovated kitchen and it implies that there's new countertops but it's really just a painted granite that came with the house um it doesn't make sense real estate agents please try to make your uh, clients aware that that is not a renovated kitchen um it's not what that means <laughs> um but that was kind of all that were the design trends that were really really made me curious i mean the carpet in the bathroom thing was i want to meet the first person that came up with that because that that's just disgusting that's that's absurd i don't if you still have carpet in your bathroom do not invite me over i do not want to come to your house i do not want to go to the bathroom i don't want to go in there don't want to smell the bathroom that is just absolutely disgusting that's just absurd that people even still to this day want that um <laughs> let now that i got off that rant let's get on to um country music this week um decent amount came out this week the first one that came out was a song by bailey zimmerman he's been teasing on tiktok a lot he's one of those artists that are using tiktok to their advantage and he isn't part of the um umg umbrella which is good so he is still able to um, tease songs on TikTok if you don't know what that means. UMG is Universal Music Group. They own a bunch of different labels through um, country labels to pop, to hip-hop, whatever. But they took um, a stance on the whole TikTok thing because I guess they're not getting a lot of money and stuff. I haven't read a lot onto it, but they took every single one of their artists' catalogs off of TikTok because it just wasn't working for them, which... Okay, but it, it kind of sucks for these artists that kind of, you know, tease their music. Um, I think Bailey Zimmerman's great at it. I think, the, I mean, the person that's amazing at it is uh, Megan Trainer. She, she kind of, I mean, I don't think she ever went away, but she really, really took that TikTok trend over COVID and really ran with it and it allowed her to really, really just make her career to a whole nother level with that. So I think a lot of people have seen that and Bailey Zimmerman is one of them and he is really doing well with that. But this song is called Holy Smokes. I do really like it. Um, it's one of those songs that need to grow on me. I give it probably like a three out of five for right now. Um, 
but it is a good one. I'm a bit huge fan of Bailey Zimmerman. This next song is probably the best one of the week, in my opinion. It's by George Burge. It's called Cowboy Songs. Um, George Burge is one of those newer artists that have really surprised me with their music. Um, this song, I definitely would give like a 4.5 out of 5. Great song. Um, yeah, go check that one out. Next up, in Greece, Enrique Iglesias and Miranda Lambert came out with a song called Space in My Heart. It is a pop Latin song, so it is not a country crossover, but it's kind of cool how these country artists are kind of trying to morph into different genres, just up their game. I think a lot of country, diehard country fans, like we talked about last week, see this as someone that's trying to cross over or someone trying to get out of the country music genre, but that is not it. It's just trying to expand the whole country music fan base I love. Um this song, I'm not, I'm not a huge fan of it, um, but I understand why it was a thing for definitely Miranda. I mean, many artists have done this. You know, Brett Eldridge did this with one of his Christmas songs a couple years ago. He did it in full Spanish. Uh, Carrie Underwood did it a couple years ago with David Biz, Bisbal for Tears of Gold, which was a massive song in Latin America. Didn't really make its way over to the U.S. that big. Um, kind of very very underappreciated song go check that out it's called tears of gold good music video they sang on like the latin music wars but like really america didn't really pick this song up which was odd um it was a really really good song it's like that edm type of pop latin song it's great go check that out but again space in my heart is that um enrique and miranda song next up is probably my second favorite for the week is good news sold by jordan davis Jordan Davis, he keeps coming out with these awesome songs that are well-written, have substance to them. I listened to a podcast this week. It was Kate Hudson and Oliver Hudson's podcast. They interviewed Leanne Rimes, and Leanne Rimes really told her a whole story about her record label, suing her dad, all this stuff. Um, so go check that. It was very interesting to hear that because, you know, she started at a super, super young age. And um, she kind of talks to where she got to now. But she's, she said something in the podcast that really got me thinking, which was music just has no substance anymore. And I kind of related that to country music. And I feel like there's so many country songs nowadays that have no substance to them. They, they, they don't, they're not like the Three Wooden Crosses by Randy Travis or Thunder Rolls by Garth Brooks or those really good storytelling songs, Fancy by Reba. Um, but Jordan Davis has really taken those, bringing back those storyteller songs. And that's what this one is, Gold News, Good News Sold. It's a great song. And I mean, another example of that for today's music is um, Cody Johnson with Dirt Cheap. That to me, I mean, Cody Johnson's another artist that has taken this, and I don't feel like radio is attaching to it as much as they should be. It's just weird. It, it feels like country radio is just kind of getting into the melodies and um, not into the lyrics as what much as what country music really was. And, um, you know, his previous single, Human, which was an amazing written song, about real life and about being human and making mistakes and all this stuff and trying to figure out life and it didn't make it to number one and I mean the past 
10 years, I could give you an example of songs that came out as singles for main mainstream artists that had storytelling elements to them and giving out real life experiences. And they did not even crack the top 20. It's it's the weirdest thing. And then these artists, they come out with these songs that really just are just melody written songs that are just fluff and they make it to number one so fast. And it makes no sense. But Jordan Davis is doing a good job with it. And he's able to make them number one songs and getting people talking. Like um, Last Thing You Know, um, and then By Dirt, and then this one, Good News Soul. I love it. I'd give this one a 4.5 out of 5. It is great. And up next is Kenny Chesney. He came out with another song off of his upcoming um, album, Born. This song is called Thinking About. This one is probably the best one, in my opinion, that has come out for this new album so far. Thinking About has um, actually the harmony or the background vocals are from Lacey K. Booth. Um, I've spoken about her many times on this podcast. She came from American Idol. She was number, she was runner up to um, Lane Hart. Lane. You know, I, I probably should look this up again. But she has an amazing voice. Um, you could hear you could hear her clear as day in the song. So I don't know why it wasn't just a feature. Um, but if you are a fan of hers or you're a fan of Kenny Chesney, check that out. That's probably the best, in my opinion, that has come out so far. Next up, Dirk Bentley. He came out with his single of a cover of Tom Petty's American Girl. I guess there's a new album coming out with a many, many country artists that are covering Tom Petty songs. Um, this American Girl cover, it's okay in my opinion. Um, it's not better than the original, but I, 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 I know he's not. They're not coming out with this to be better than the original. I think there was some type of controversy years ago of Tom Petty like hating country music or something. I don't want to spread rumors, but it was because I remember at CMAs probably like ten or fifteen years ago, and there was like some type of feud between Luke Bryan and Zach Brown, Zach Brown band. And when Carrie and Brad were hosting it, they always did those monologues, those opening iconic opening monologues. And they kind of made this jingle of why can't we all be friends? And they made fun of Zach Brown and Zach, Zach Brown band and Luke Bryan. And then they, at the end, they're like, Tom Petty hates us all. So I don't remember exactly what that's about, but I was very surprised when I saw that this new Tom Petty country album was coming out. But it's really just covers of his songs into a country uh, version. Next song is a artist named of Travis Denning. You might know him. He has many number ones, but this one's called Roads That Go Nowhere. Great song. He's another artist that still writes music as a story-based song. He has a couple, you know, fun beer drinking songs but this one i'd probably get like a a four out of five um next up this is kind of an honorable mention because it is pop but it has a country artist in it it is a pitbull song um he sang a song with dolly parton it's part of the 50 um 500 edition of track house in daytona it is called powerful women and it is sampling nine to five by dolly parton dolly parton is in it singing the nine to five chorus and then uh, Pitbull was doing his rapping thing in the song. It's decent. I mean, it's just giving another generation another reason to 
listen to Dolly um, to nine to five. It's cool how Dolly kind of picks what she does because she's really choosing. Like everybody in the world knows who Dolly is. Every generation too. Like she's never she hasn't had a number one in years, but she's never her fame has never faded. She's always put herself in a position that everyone knows who she is, which is a genius marketing. Whoever's doing her marketing is just absolutely a genius. And maybe it's her. I don't know who to give the credit to, but whoever's doing it is doing an amazing job. Um, But that's all we have for new country music this week. Let's get into the media base chart for this past week. With number five this week, we have Hardy and Truck Bed. Number four this week, Kane Brown, I Can Feel It. Number three this week, Cody Johnson, The Painter. Another storyteller song, great. Um, number two this week, Warren Zider with Pretty Little Poison. And the new number one this week, up from number four last week, is Luke Holmes, Where the Wild Things Are. That's all I have this week for um, Pro Series Off Topic episode 45. Enjoy another episode of Pro Series this week. Um, it will be coming out on Wednesday. Um, it's a good one. Go check that out. Stay tuned to that and subscribe, like, whatever, review this podcast on wherever you listen to podcasts. And I hope you have a great rest of the weekend.